Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Hi, Max. Tim, how you feeling? Um, I'm okay. I've had a couple regular bowel movements now. Oh, they're regular again? Regular again. Nice, nice, nice. Stool's good, not too much blood? No. No. Wow. Non-bloody stool, which wow. not everyone can say. No, not everyone. No, definitely not. Just the lucky few. We lucky few. We, the few, the proud, the lucky few. That's right. Well, I guess that now that shit's out of the way. Hi-yo. We can talk about movies. Uh, would you like to go first, or would you like for me to go first? I end poorly. Nothing would make me happier than for you to go first. That's good, because I start strong. Ooh. Whoa. Right. Bam. Good news is I end strong. Oh, whoa. Yeah, so this a good is one. the greatest episode of the podcast ever. Despite the fact Leon, we can't do Leon again. No, we can't. Yeah. So I guess we just end it, right? Yeah, that's it. Signing off. See ya. No, I already wrote this out. Let's okay. do it. Yeah, might as well. So my movie is from 2008, hmm. and it's a Thai horror movie. Okay. It's called Sick Nurses. I see. Mm-hmm. Sick Nurses, everybody. Sick Nurses. Sick Nurses. I watched this on the 10th of February. Mm-hmm. It's an hour 22. Horror and crime is your genre. Of course. Directed by, okay. Oh, boy. All right, everybody. I'm sorry. It's directed by, I wrote this so nice, and I'm like, I'm still going to. It happens. When you said Ty, I was like, oh, boy, what's Tim done to himself? Pirifan Leolyant and Thord Sapal Wyatt. Yes, that's exactly how they say it. That's half the battle. Starring Chan. Here we go. Chan Wachananam. Okay. Wiccan Jarujina uh-huh. and Chijin Rujifun. A, a household name here in the States. <laughs> yes. So incredibly sorry. <laughs> so your IMDb movie summary. A group of sexy nurses who harvest organs are haunted by the vengeful spirit of one of their dead patients. That's a fantastic concept. It's awesome. This movie, I'll tell you right up front, does not have great numbers. Okay. And I am above everybody. I love it. And I think there's a reason for it. Okay. So a lot of this is stuff we've seen before, but I think this does it better. I like it. So this is like, kind of feels like The Grudge or The Ring or like one of those weird scary girl hunts you and kills you kind of movies. Makes sense. The gore is cringeworthy. Yeah? It's gross to the point where i looked away whoa which i never do wow if there's an eye gag and a nail gag i'm probably checking out yeah there was a nail gag always and, rough and i don't know how they faked it <laughs> maybe they nice. did <laughs> that's how good it was that's awesome uh cringy gore hyper violent it's not a booby movie which made me happy there's a lot of scantily clad nurses and whatnot right um, but I was like, if this is just like softcore porn, I'm out. I'm not even going to watch makes it. makes sense, yeah. But if it's just like, hey, they're nurses, yeah. and they're overnight, and they're clearly insane, doing yeah. awful things. Um, but the nurses are kind of portrayed as sexy at times, but it's not so awful. Right. The doctor character is a huge asshole. Uh, everybody loves the doctor, and the doctor's pretty much trying to bang every nurse ever. Sounds right. Uh, and he is the cause of a lot of this awfulness that happens. The vengeful spirit is actually a nurse who was not in on the... the uh, uh, organ harvesting hmm. and she discovers it and they're like uh, sorry 
Mm. And they kill her and harvest her stuff. It, it It's actually kind of cool. It feels like a ghost story because it's like they don't intend to kill her. So they have a body early. So he's trying to get the, the people to come pick up the body and they're like, we can't get there. Mm. And they're scared that after seven days, the body will, the, the ghost will, the spirit will come for vengeance, mm. which is what happens because they can't move the body quick enough. Huh. So it's got like a, a ghost story feel, like a classic ghost story. That's feel. cool. I like the setup of like we have to do this in this time or else this will happen. It's like, oh right. shit, that happened. Yep. That's cool. Um, there's a very crazy twist at the end. Hmm. Crazy twist. I was like, what? <laughs> um, it was actually really funny. The end of this movie, probably the last 10 minutes, my wife was out. She had come home. She goes, what the actual fuck are you watching? And she Sexy says, nurses leave. I was like, it, yeah. <laughs> you said you'd be home later. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, now I'm done. The tape's no. loose now. Yeah. <laughs> so she sat down. <laughs> she sat down and just like jaw to the floor, just like, what? What is this? And without the context, it must have been insane. Right. Because um, it is quite bloody and insane towards the whole the whole movie. But the end of the movie, I was like, oh, my God. Right. It's the apex of the blood right. or crazy. Uh, so much blood is my next bullet point. And uh, Max, you need to watch this and tell me if I'm crazy because I think this movie is amazing. Okay. But the numbers don't back me up. Fair enough. So. IMDb, mm-hmm. 5.2. Okay. Rotten Tomato Critics, they don't have one. Okay. Although there are two critical reviews in. Okay. The audience, 100 plus verified, 32%. Okay. I gave it an eight and a half. Holy shit. I loved, <laughs> loved. I know I'm getting more generous as of late. Yeah, I love wow. this movie. I legit would watch it again right now. Wow. I just, the violence, the way everybody looked creepy, um, the, the hopelessness. That the, you feel the knife puppy heard violence. Yeah. And she has come over with your rubber there's, chicken. There's a lot of knives and dismemberment that happens. Like, it's great. You'd love it, knife puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Who likes knives? Who likes knives? That's right. You like knives. Wow. That is impressive. Yeah. So I might, I was like, I love this and I don't understand. The numbers don't back. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Wow. So you have to watch that now. I will. I think it's on Prime. Next up on the docket, 2021's Night Books. Night Books? Night Books. books sexy you read at night? Yeah, sexy books. Oh, shit. Yeah, like the nurses. Hey. Watch this on October 28th, 2021. It is one hour, 43 minutes. It is a fantasy horror film directed by David Yurofsky. Hey, Yurofsky. Starring Kristen Ritter, Winslow Fagley, and Lydia Jewett. Okay. The summary for this is scary story fan Alex must tell a spine-tingling tale every night or remain trapped with his new friend in a wicked witch's magical apartment forever. What? Yes. What is this combination of words? So this, so Kristen Ritter plays a witch. Okay. And she lures this kid into her apartment. So he lives in an apartment. He's a big fan of like horror stories and things like that. And he he sees that in this apartment, the Lost Boys is playing. And I shit you not, the Lost Boys is playing. (laughs) And so he's like, oh, let me go in this apartment and check it out. And it turns out that the witch was trying to trap him. By putting on the Lost Boys? Yeah, by putting on the Lost Boys. Yeah. And so he's <laughs> stuck in this apartment and she has kind of eyeballed him because she knows he likes to write scary horror stories and she wants to hear some fresh new horror stories. Oh, so he has to come fun. up with horror stories to tell her every single night. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty wild, is it? such a weird concept. It is. It's a really cool, like, gateway for kids into horror. Like, it's definitely darker than your average kid fair, but it's not so inappropriate or dark or anything. Like, it's tense and scary for a kid, but it's still got magical fantasy elements in it. So it's like a dark fairy tale. That's fun. Is yeah, it an- I assume it's anthology or no? No, it's just no. Yeah, the, the story, story is like That's how cool. can the kid and now his new friend, who's also trapped by the witch, try to best the witch? Sure, it's really pretty cool. And there is cuts to little mini stories that are like three to five minutes long during the film. Okay, that's fun. It's really interesting. I can and see different. her playing a witch. Oh yeah, she's perfect casting for yeah, this role. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. I wish that the film kind of took a little bit bigger swings. Like I wish it was a little bit more fairy tale-y. Like, it kind of looks like, even when they're in it, trapped in it, it's just kind of like a mundane apartment that's just slightly mm. bigger than a normal apartment. It's like, come on, take a few bigger swings. Like, once he's in the apartment, it could have became batshit crazy. Sure. But, like, it has other rooms where there's, like, cauldrons and creatures and things like that. So it's, like, kind of like this. They didn't want to go too far away. They wanted to stray in, like, this, like, almost Harry Potter-esque realm of, like, real world meets fantasy. Okay. So it's, like, they kind of wanted to blur the line a little bit with it. But it's, like, I just wish they had taken a few bigger swings. Do you think that's a budget issue? It could partially be. Was she the budget? Possibly. Possibly. The movie didn't feel cheap or anything. Like It it felt like they were trying, but it it felt a little safe. I think the decisions were to be more consumable. This was a Netflix film. So I think it was more about consumability than it was maybe necessarily budget. But yeah, she definitely, there's like, bring Jessica Jones in here right away. So, but it was really fun. If you have a younger child, I'd say like 10 to 13, probably. This is like a really good dip your toes into horror because they could get creeped out at parts of it, Mm -hmm. but not so afraid that like you would do, do, like lifetime damage by showing them this horror movie too early or something. Really gotcha. neat. IMDb gives it a 5.8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 30 critics, 87%. Wow. Yeah. I think they appreciated what it was going for. Audience, 61% out of 100 plus verified people who have a claim to watch this film. <laughs> I came in in between there at a 7 out of 10. Hmm. Very solid. Like definitely really cool. I think I'd appreciate I like it more that. if I was younger. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I like that fa- dark fantasy. Like Jim Henson always did it the best for our age group. Yes, for but, sure. Like, I want that for n- younger kids. Like mm-hmm. I want that kind of thing. So I'm glad that it, there's something. Definitely out there. with their earmarking, like that. Good. A little less adult than Guillermo. Sure. So like what? Like Jim Henson's a perfect analog. Like not the Muppets, but like Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, like that yeah. dangerous kind of like like storyteller was like this kind of like slightly off. Like this has got like an uncanny valley feel to it, where it's like it's making me uncomfortable, but not scared. Like, the Ewoks Christmas special. Definitely. That's just like just that. cringy as it gets. Yeah. Now I know what gift Jared's putting up. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jared. Well, I got a movie. Mm. And uh, it's a DC animated as well. Ooh, DC bum, bum, bum. animated. I know you like these. So I, I do. I took this from you. That's okay. I'm sorry. I can't watch them all. I watch mostly the Batman ones. That's good because this isn't Batman. Good. This is Constantine, City of Demons. Oh, nice. This is from 2018. Mm-hmm. I watched it on the 10th of February. It's an hour 30. The perfect running time. The perfect. I haven't had one in a while. No, not in a minute. All these long movies are in vogue now. Too long. Too long. Get out of here. Give me my hour 30. That's right. Genre animation action fantasy directed by Doug Murphy, starring Matt Ryan, who yes. was the live action. Yeah. That kudos to him for keeping with doing the Constantine stuff. I mean, it's so good. And like, I've seen him on other stuff. He's on one of the criminal minds. And I'm like, I just can't not see him as Constantine. And he, I don't even think he has the accent on that. And I'm just like, oh, it's, I'm, I so, I mean, like, not that he wouldn't take the jobs, right? But I also appreciate that DC's willing to stick with him. Just like, yeah, the show didn't quite do as well as we'd hoped, but we hope you keep coming back and doing stuff. And I thought that show was good. I agree. I thought it was awesome. Oh, well. 
it, I feel like it was just on the cusp. Like, uh. yeah, it was tough, right? It was on a network that's not used to that kind of thing. Right. It requires bigger. It's not. It's one of the core networks. Why so. is he not romancing all these women? Yeah, like all these other shows. Yeah, exactly. He's not a doctor. He's not a doctor. He's not a cop. He's not a doctor, lawyer, cop. That's right. Starring Matt Ryan, Laura Bailey, and Damian O'Hare. Mm-hmm. Amongst many, many others that you would know in the animation world as regulars. IMDb Movie Summary. A decade after a tragic mistake, Chaz Chandler and occult investigator John Constantine set out to cure Chaz's daughter, Trish, from a demonically induced coma. Mm. As they happen, you know. It happens to me all the time. I know. I really wanted to like this one. Okay. I have to start with that. Okay. I tried so hard. And got so far? I got so far. But in the end, it didn't even matter. It didn't even matter. Damn. (laughs) I miss you, Chester. No, it's okay. Um, (laughs) This movie has a clunky pace is the problem. Okay. It's two guys go on an adventure and like a lot of Constantine's charm. Like he starts in England and he ends up in LA and Mm -hmm. it's just like, okay. Right. You're in LA. And it's just like this weird take on LA. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it feels a little bit like the comic, but not. It's like they half-assed it. They didn't jump all the way in. Okay. And like the comic can get dark and gross and gritty. Oh yeah. And that's one of the big selling points of it. Right. Because he was originally Vertigo, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. It's, that is the adult. Well, or at the time was the adult. Now it's Black yeah, he, Label, right? Yeah. 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 Which is not the same. No. Vertigo was so good. Whatever. I mean, uh, it's an okay John Constantine portrayal. It's just. It's just not the best. Right. You know? He had to do what he had to do with what he had to work with. Right. Um, It does have gruesome horror at times and really dull monster bullshit at other times. Mm. It's just so inconsistent. That sucks. Like, I'm looking at, like, innards and and shit, and I'm like, this is gross. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. And then it's like, let's just wander. Let's just go over here and do this now. And Mm. it's like, you're just, like, inside a demon. Yeah. (laughs) There's, like, you know, weird shit like that. It's dark drama with high stakes, which is true, but I feel this is the ultimate it's just okay movie. Mm. Yeah. I was sad. That was saddening. It was they tie the thing from the past to the present for really no reason. That sucks. They didn't if they didn't do that, I might be a little more into this. Okay. But it's just very milk toast. It's just <sighs> Not great. No. IMDb, though, love it. They gave it a 7.4. Wow. Yeah, I was very surprised. They love these DC animated movies. Can't get enough. Nope. Ron Tomato Critics, there's three reviews in, but no actual score. Mm Mm-hmm. The audience, 75%, 100-plus verified. So everybody's kind of leaning that way. But I sure as shit am not. I gave it a 5.5. Yep. It's a thing you can watch and be like, I remember a con. You can finally remember a comic you should have taken the time to read for an hour 30 instead. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Should have just went back and read that Hellblazer. I know. Oh, well. 1982. (gasps) The second best year of the 80s. That's just (gasps) the year. Wow. Do you remember... The movie that came out in 1982 that has to do with an alien that everybody loved. Is it Flight of the Navigator? No, it was Mac e. and Me. Oh, E.T. E. Yeah, the, the high-budget Mac Oh, e. that one. Yeah. Yes. So E.T. came out this year. <laughs> and because E.T. came out, two science fiction movies that are superior in every way to E.T. got swept under the rug. One of them's Blade Runner. Sure. I didn't watch that. Okay. I watched the other one. Okay. The Thing. Hey, it's The Thing. 
thing. Yes. Nice. You're going to do the thing. The thing. I watched this on Halloween of 2021. Sam had never seen it before, so I'm like, we're watching the thing. Does this have a Sam score? It does not have a Sam score because I told her, you're not allowed to do Sam scores because that's Tim's wife's territory. But you can can say. She can encroach. Yeah, I I told her she can shout at the podcast if she wants to. I mean, I do like it when she shouts without a microphone in front of her. Yeah, it's the best part. It is great. So that's her. Say hi, Sam. Yeah, that's the stuff. See, that's her stick there. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah she's see, got her own thing. I see right, you got to stay on brand. The wife gets a score. Sam gets to shout incoherently from off mic. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. You're yeah. right. Go ahead. I'm sorry I stopped. <laughs> that's <you>. okay. <laughs> um, this film is directed by John Carpenter. I heard of that guy. Yeah, starring Kurt Russell. I heard of that guy too. Keith David. Oh, I love that guy. And the man who is the most concerned about your diabetes testing supplies, Wolford Brimley. He's a very nice dude. IMDb summary: A research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victim. Man, so much like The Professional, there's just this movie I could talk about endlessly. Yes. So I will try to keep it brief. I'm surprised you wrote anything down. Uh, You know, it's just like little bullet points, like it says, bullet points. Things I never do, it's just little. This movie is possibly the best example on film of dread and nihilism and just the slow descent into just the acceptance of your inevitable demise. It's so fucking bleak. It's so unsettling. It's just a fantastic, fantastic movie. Definitely overshadowed at the time by E.T. because everybody wanted a friendly, lovable alien. Yeah, but this was—I mean, it's just so bleak. Yeah, it's—if you've never seen this movie, it is an absolute masterclass in being isolated, being not not only isolated but claustrophobic. Yes, it's about a group of again Antarctic researchers who this is at a camp, American camp, and there's a dog that comes and visit them from a Norwegian camp. The dog is being hunted and shot at by Norwegians in a helicopter, and you don't know why. Well. As I alluded to in the description, a shape-shifting alien mm-hmm. <laughs> is actually the dog that they're hunting down, and shit gets real. So that if the alien can find you, it can attack you and just kind of take over your body like a disease. Oof. And then the alien becomes you, and you just kind of are, you know what I mean? This is you now. This it is, is you are it. This is us. And you don't know who's who. There's They can't figure out how to, how to decipher who's an alien who is not so there's this huge level of paranoia yeah all the performers do an amazing job of holding it together it's just a, like not eight nine dudes yeah in a research station they're all just kind of like trying to cope with the situation and they're trying to learn what they can but they can't trust each other anymore because they don't know if they're the thing or not finally they decipher a rather clever me- method to kind of decide who's who and it's kind of like too little too late right and the ending of this movie is like as like fi- like I don't want to say it's like depressing because it's not like a letdown ending it's a phenomenal ending but it's intentionally depressing and bleak and like dire and you're just like fuck yeah fuck like this is horrible in the best possible way uh all that being said if you have not seen this film and none of the things i have just said convince you to see this film (laughs) that's crazy this if this doesn't you clearly aren't into the same kind of things from movies i am this is possibly i don't want to like, I don't want to say every individual thing is, but on the whole, this is probably the best practical special effects committed to film, bar none. It's super good. Yeah. It's unbelievably good. Like, it's you go back and watch that, and you just are still, like, my jaw hits the floor every single time I watch this movie. I'm like, fucking, these effects are so 
seamless and perfect. It's crazy. And I know this movie got panned because it was like, oh, John Carpenter's just kind of like masturbating and showing off how interesting these special effects are getting here in the 80s. No, it services the story in the perfect way. It's not distracting. It makes it more horrifying. I've never seen anything like this in a horror film before. Right. It's awesome. If you haven't seen the thing, it's so, so good. Make sure you're not watching the remake. No, the, uh, the which is supposed to be the prequel with the Norwegian yeah, it's not worth it. Just watch the 1982 thing. You go back and watch the the thing from another planet, which is a good a good movie as well. Both sure. both based on the same short story. Who goes there? Nice. So definitely worth it. This is worth like this is just man. I can't speak its praises highly enough. That's great. IMDb. Would you like to guess? You did this to the one sure. to me with the professional. <laughs> sure, sure. IMDb. I'm gonna say they gave this an eight. Point eight. Eight point one. Ooh. Okay. So seventy four critics on Rotten Tomatoes. What did they give this? 91. 82. Dang, man. Okay. Audience. 100,000 plus oh, verified non things. 90, 91? 92. Okay, I'll take so that. So very close. I'll take that. What did I give this, Tim? Oh, man. So it's at least a nine. It's at least a nine. It's probably a 9.5. I don't think it would get 9.8, but it might. It might. It might. If a few movies can, I'm going to be ballsy and say 9.8. You are correct. Oh, 9.8. Oh, yeah. This movie is just absolutely one of the, like, one of my top movies of all time. There's no doubt. It's phenomenal. From, so good. From it the, is good. From the Dean Cundy cinematography to the Morricone soundtrack, every part of it is fucking brilliance. Now, that being said, Sam... What you think? Huh? I think I gave it like a 7.5. Yeah, you were in like 7.5 world. That's fine. Yeah, it's solid. It's one thing. It's something that it hits all the tropes of like movies that I really like. It checks all the boxes. It scratches me in that right special place. Ah, your special place. Yep, right in the special place. But the fact that this is definitely not Sam's cup of tea. Uh huh. And she's and still, she still really appreciated. I think speaks pretty highly. Of I the agree movie as well. I agree completely. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's the stuff. I mean, the thing. That's right.